Hey everybody, and welcome back to the BriFi Podcast. I'm your host, BriFi, your comics guy, and this week is another spooky Texas episode. Got another story for you guys this week, but not much else. Um, really no nifty nerd news or anything. What's been really going on in my life is I am still incredibly addicted to Pokemon cards, man. This Pokemon 151 series has really taken over my life, and I'm trying not to. Like, part of me is just like, you know what, just open all the booster packs that I've got so that way it's no longer in my mind, I don't have to worry about it. But what's fun though is I've really been getting into the trading card game on the phone app, and now I'm trying to build my own decks and try to see what works and what doesn't work, and it appears that everything that I'm messing with doesn't work. (laughs) Other things that have been going on, we finally put up Halloween decorations. I say finally, but like it was like the first of October when we put them up and um finally this year i was brave enough the way that our house looks so you know we're it's a a, a one-story home but it's kind of got like a a little art archway uh, on the roof and for the longest time i've been too scared to go up there to put lights on and i just didn't want to deal with it because then you know i gotta go get them down eventually and and things like that but this year i decided you know what be a man and go up there. Also, I had to go kill a wasp nest that was up there too. So I had two reasons to go up there, and went up there, hung some lights, and so now we're good to go, man. The house looks immaculate. It looks fantastic. It looks hauntingly, but not like too scary. Like it, it's, it's. I, I like it. I like it, man. Maybe I'll post a picture on social media. I don't know. I'll ask my wife what she thinks because she's very not a private person, but she doesn't want to put ourselves out there too much you know in case i get super famous and then someone goes crazy and tries to meet me that kind of thing even though today our neighbor came over unannounced whatever and just asked for some salt which i get it hey be a friendly neighbor do and like you know pass some salt which we did we we found some salt which was funny because we didn't have much salt of our own but um casey gave her some salt and let her on her way and it's just kind of funny because like for me, that, that's never really happened. Like, growing up, no one's ever come, hey, can I borrow a cup of sugar? Like, it was never like that. You hear about that happening, but uh, this uh, poor woman, her poor neighbor, comes over, baby in one hand. She's like, I'm trying to cook, and I, I don't have any salt. I didn't want to go across, like, to the store to go get some, because then, you know, the cooking, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I was like, it's okay. You're, you're cool. Like, we got this. And Casey, like went into super mom mode got the salt came back and it was fun rj talked to them for a little bit and uh, the little girl loved the halloween decorations and wanted to see it because we got some of those inflatables in the front yard too so she's like oh that's awesome so that was a lot of fun and makes it all worth it man that's like my favorite thing about halloween is putting up some lights and some decorations and having some fun with it and passing out candy although this year won't be able to because i got to work that night so kind of sucks what sucks more is I bought like the Halloween Pokemon card stuff and so like I won't be there to pass them out. That was like my favorite thing is to pass them out, see the kids' faces. But the other thing is when I'm there, I can limit how many cards they take because if I just put them out and just leave it to God's will, these little brats are going to take like handfuls of these cards. So I'm, I'm hoping they don't. I'm going to try to put a sign out that says, hey, please only take one and take as much candy as you want. Like that's it. Like. 
take take one card pack, take the candy. And uh, hopefully we can bribe him with the candy to leave the Pokemon cards. Um, but yeah, that should be fun. Uh, speaking of Pokemon cards, um, me and one of my friends from work, uh, we've been kind of trading. Well, we've traded one card, but we're like, we have this like trade uh, understanding. If we get duplicates of really rare cards, or, like special cards, that we'll trade them with each other. And he's got quite a few duplicates because he's been pulling a bunch of cards. And he's just got like magic fingers, dude. Like he's been, that sounds weird when I say that, but he's got like the magic touch. For some reason, that sounds even weirder. <laughs> and he's been pulling just straight magic out of these booster packs. Me, I I don't know. I can't pull shit to say. Actually, you know what? I'm here. We're on stream. I got a booster pack right in front of me. Why not just open it up? And there was my phone falling. Sorry for the loud noise. And um, here we go. See, you can hear the pack opening. I'm opening it up right now. We're going to... There's the digital card. There's the... One in the front, which is an energy. So we got energy, Bulbasaur, Growlithe, a Geodude, a Jigglypuff, a Golbat, a Trainer Card Leftovers. Ooh, a Persian. I don't think I have a Persian yet. So we're going to hang that. That's going to go into the Pokedex binder. And then we get into the uh, Hollow cards. So usually there's three Hollows in a booster pack for the Pokemon 151. First one is a reverse hollow onyx. Second one is a reverse hollow man key. And the third one is a regular holographic Jolteon. So I don't have the touch, man. Uh coworker has got all the touch. Like I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know how he just pulls magic every fucking time. <laughs> Maybe I'll take these cards and pull them at work because maybe I'll, I'll rub off some of that magic and pull something lucky. I don't know. The Persian, though, is kind of cool. So maybe the Persian belongs somewhere. I, I say belongs somewhere. Maybe the, uh, I think I have a spot for it because I know I, I for sure have a Meowth, but I don't think I have a Persian. Anyway, so enough about that. <laughs> so that's really, that's all that's kind of really been going on man um casey and i what what else did we do oh we went to a place in brookshire texas called um dewberry farms sorry i had to think about the name and this has kind of been a tradition for us now we kind of go once or twice a year to dewberry farms one because it's like a cool little i, I kind of want to call it amusement park because there's fun stuff to do there but it's not like this big it's not like a disney world or a six flags or anything like that but it's a lot of fun rj loves going to it he always has a good time when we go there there's a lot of very kid-friendly activities to do and it's like 30 bucks per person to get in but you can kind of go to your car you can go to your vehicle to get stuff you can bring ice chests and so you can bring like snacks and drinks and stuff inside which is always great, and people bring wagons and all kinds of other things. There's a, a corn maze, there's pumpkins, there's big slides, and it, it it's a good time, man. And this year they were doing a haunted house, or like a haunted woods thing, and they also had like a tractor ride that takes you out to the haunted woods and brings you back. And so you had the option, like the tractor ride itself was more family friendly, and there's some 
neat little light things to see on the way there. And then you could walk up to the woods before it got to the very scary part. And there were some cool little pumpkin, more pumpkin carvings and lights on the way there. So you could walk there and walk back and take and uh, take a tractor ride as well, which is a whole bunch of fun. And we had a blast there. RJ always has a blast there. And there's all kinds of things. There's some things that you can do that you have to pay for. They had kind of like a a bull riding thing, you know, like the mechanical bull, but it was pumpkins instead, which was really funny. There's like paintball gun things that you can shoot, not at people, but like at targets. They have like air cannon things that you can shoot. If you like um, the football, baseball, basketball throwing thing, they have like a all you can play one in the back that's just like 10 or 20 of them. It's huge. So that I love going back there and just throwing baseball or I think it's tennis balls and nerf ball. I can't remember. No, I think they had like actual ones. You just, you know, be careful of small children and stuff because they're all running. Everyone's wanting to play and stuff. So Dewberry Farms, it's a blast. Like I said, it's in Brookshire, Texas or Brookshire, Texas, which I guess is near Katy, like outside of Houston. So there you go. There you have it. And it for us, it's quite a drive, but it's always worth it. Um, but yeah, so that's really what we've been up to and been going on. We're just going to get straight in to the spooky texas story because i'm kind of going lo-fi with it today and just kind of not really having too many transitions or anything so i'm gonna have pretty much an intro this and then an in- outro in an intro <laughs> why don't we call it that an intro and an intro and then that would be great man oh, god i'm staring at these pokemon booster packs it's like i want to do one more because what like what if what if the next one's the good one, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm denying myself. No, stay strong, Brian. All right, let's get into another spooky Texas story. This week, we are going to El Paso, Texas, to the El Paso's Plaza Theater. Now, every town seems to have its own plaza theater that has, that seems to have its own little bit of haunting stories, but there's something special about El Paso's man. El Paso, for one, has a lot of history to it. Uh, the theater itself has a lot of history to it. It was almost demolished in like the 1980s and ended up being saved. And now they do concerts, Broadway shows. It's been like re- revamped and stuff. But even though the building's kind of been remodeled and updated, the stories and the spirits of old still live on in this theater, man. Um, there's been tons of stories about the El Paso's Plaza Theater, but two of the ones that prevail the most are a story of an old smoking man, like not he's smoking himself, but he like the act of smoking, like not that he's actual smoke, but you know, he smokes a cigarette, which can't do, can't do that inside. So that's how you know he's a ghost and not some just angry old man. <laughs> and the other one is a story of a little girl. So Let's uh, talk a little bit about some of the phantoms of the plaza. Um, And I'll just read a little excerpt for you guys. So orbs, lights turning on and off uh, without any manipulations, without anyone in the room. They can hear footsteps and other sounds that you can't figure out where they're coming from. Objects mysteriously move from one place to another. Uh, just crazy things seem to be happening at the Plaza Theater. And one story hap- happens that happens, or one story that's passed 
through the generations the most is a story about this man, a man who used to uh, work there and a rag doll that he used to see every day. And it was kind of like sitting in the same place. I think it was like in the office somewhere and he would see it and, you know, never think anything of it. It'd be there the next day and the next day. And then one day it wasn't there. Like one day the old man said, I was walking through the office. It wasn't there anymore. And so I decided to go looking for it. And he found this rag doll two stories up into the in the projection booth where they used to project movies because it was a movie theater at one point. It's at the very top of the theater. And, you know, he's like, maybe like someone moved it. He's asking employees. No one knows. Um, they're like, well, no one's broken in. So it could have been someone broken in and playing like the weirdest prank in the world. Like, or it could have been the ghost of this little girl and there's been stories of this of uh, people hearing the sound of like a small girl laughing or throwing a ball around and it goes with the previous stories of like they couldn't figure out where this noise is coming from no one brought their kids to work or like the theater was closed or getting ready to open so there's no one there but every now and then they could hear the sound of like this little girl giggling and so it was kind of creepy so maybe as a little girl just went in to play with the rag doll and decided, hey, I'm going to take it up to the top of the theater. Who knows? But one of my favorite stories that people talk about is the story of the smoking man. And this is um, one because it, like they've called him this because it always seems like right before you see him or have a, an encounter with the smoking man, you can always kind of smell cigarette smoke in the air. And like I said, nowadays, you're not allowed to smoke in these buildings. So where is the smell coming from? And it's not vape. People, I mean, people probably are vaping in there, but like vaping definitely doesn't smell like bubble gum and cotton candy. It's a distinct smell of cigarette smoke. And sometimes people in the mezzanine can see the small orange light, almost like the tip of a lit cigarette. And then some people say that if you're just having to stand, like people have even seen it while sitting in the crowd, actually, uh, where right out of the corner of their eyes, they can see what looks like a smoky silhouette of a person just right outside the aisle, like right in the shadows, just right where you can't perfectly make out a person. But maybe there is a person there. And then it always seems like there's just inexplicably some smoke that just kind of wisps away. I kind of, it's creepy. It's like theaters are already kind of creepy to me because they're dark. And that's like one of the things like, okay, because big spoiler alert, I'm terrified of the dark. <laughs> I hate being alone. I hate all that kind of stuff. And so this is probably one of my like nightmare scenarios, but it's also just so fascinating to me that things like this exist. And, um, and like, there's, plenty of stories so like either all these people are crazy or there's something weird happening at el paso's plaza theater and sometimes i'd like to believe it bleak i would like to believe it's the latter um so pretty cool stuff man like i said i always enjoy a lot of texas ghost stories and things like that i was trying to look up to see if there was any kind of like news articles or anything that might hint at to why there is a young girl and a uh, smoking man in the building but nothing seems to indicate that like there was a, a, a the guy who used to own it was a big smoker and then died in the theater or like someone's little girl fell and died like there's no like horrible 
stories or accident stories that would suggest that these ghosts are haunting for revenge or just like why they were there but the but people have have recounted many many a times that these spirits were there even though we don't have a reason for them so i think it's pretty cool hopefully you guys enjoyed that little story and maybe if you're bored take a trip out west to el paso texas go catch a movie go see a broadway show i think i think it's more of a stage now not an actual projection theater so go check out a concert watch a musical or a broadway show and who knows maybe you'll see the little orange light of a burning cigarette off in the distance Anyway, with that being said, we're going to open up another Pokemon Booster Pack because I'm addicted. <laughs> and um, speaking of Pokemon and opening things, so if you like listening to the podcast, but you've always been thinking, man, I wish I could see what Brian looks like. I, I would love to see the Bryfyam as, you know, a person or just see what he, I mean, you know what I'm getting at. Well, first off, you can always follow me on twitch.tv backslash the Bryfy. That's T H E B R Y F Y. You can always follow me on all my social media um, threads, Twitter, or X, whatever the hell it's called, Instagram, and um, all that is at Bryfy Podcast. And then, of course, you can, and what I was trying to get at is you can go over to YouTube right now. Over on YouTube, um, because of my stupid addiction with Pokemon cards, you can actually uh, check out some two of my new videos. One of which, I think I just do an actual just card opening, or I can't remember what I was doing with the first video. And that's over on Twitch right now. I think I was, oh, the first video, sorry, I just remembered what it was, was me opening uh, two of the Pokemon 151 collection packs. And one of them was the binder collection. So it came with a binder and some booster packs. The other one was the Alakazam EX promo card edition. And so it comes with a Alakazam promo card and a couple of booster packs as well. And that was the first video of me opening that and seeing some cards there. Um, the second video that I have posted, uh, and they're back to back. So these are the two most recent videos on YouTube. The second one is of me opening the ultimate premium collection, which is like a hundred dollar box. And it comes with 16 booster packs, a plain mat for the card game, which I'm technically repurposing as a keyboard slash mouse pad. And I love it. It's huge. It's got Mew on it. So like the 151 logo and the cool little uh, background silhouettes. If you've seen the boxes and you'll see them on my Instagram, I like all my social media in the video. It's like silhouettes of all the Pokemon and they're in different colors and it's really beautiful. I love everything about it. It comes with a collector uh, nice flipping coin, a Mew collector coin. Also came with three promo cards, a Mew full art etched card, a Mewtwo holographic full art card, and a metal Mew EX uh, card, which looks awesome. And it's cool that it's metal. It'd be fun to display. I took it to work to show off to my friends and be like, look what I got, you know, and like, it's, I don't think it's really worth anything like value wise, like, oh, this is a hundred dollar, whatever. Now I think the most I've seen itself for is like eight or $10 online for the metal card because i mean it's a promo you're gonna you're guaranteed to get one if you buy the ultimate premium collection but it's a badass thing to have man so i'm really excited about it 
and excited to show that off. So go over to YouTube, check it out. Um, don't do a lot of card pulls over there. I think the first video I did a, cute, a couple, and I actually pulled two pretty awesome cards. So if you're excited about that, you can definitely go check it out. But I'm going through this last little booster pack before I go to bed and finish this episode up. The holographics I have is a Dugon. <gasps> There's something behind it. Oh my god. It's a full art holographic Nitto King. Bad fucking ass. And what's behind the... <gasps> A full art Jinx EX. I don't know if this is even making sense to you guys. Uh, this is fucking badass. The Nitto King, I actually have one already. So this is a second. Hey, this is one that I can trade with my friend at work. And the Jinx EX is actually pretty fucking cool. All right. So I have you guys here. So let's just do this. Let's sit here. Let's um, check this out. We're gonna put these two in protective sleeves first before we, we're gonna go take a look and see what these things are valued at right now. Where'd the Nitto King go? Get your ass over here, motherfucker. Sorry, I'm all hyped up and all excited now. And you guys are part of that. You, you're the lucky, you're the reason. You, you, you're my lucky, my good luck charm, man. Maybe I should pull another booster pack while I'm recording this and maybe we'll get something good in the next one. All right. Got them in protective sleeves now. Let's take a look. We're gonna go check out one of my favorite websites to see card values and such. And we can see if we got anything worth it. So head over here. Don't need this webpage anymore. We're gonna go first to tcgplayer.com. I like using this website because they have a pretty good idea of market value of cards ungraded which is you know currently that's what these cards are i haven't graded them so you know they only, the only value they have is what people place in them so if we come down here to a full art nitto king 174 165 from the scarlet violet 151 collection currently market price looks to be well it's hard to tell so it's always like a uh, an average so it looks like market price is about eight to nine dollars looks like the median listed price is nine dollars but this card has sold anywhere between that one's ten dollars that one's 7.95 so it's kind of today it's sold for a couple of different things but it seems average is about eight bucks is what it's selling for and that is ungraded which is pretty cool that's an eight dollar card ungraded now if i go over to pricecharting.com and let's take a look at it now nitto king 170 what was it 174 174 here we go from pokemon scarlet violet 151 a psa grade 10 which is like a perfect grading for this card sold for 71 dollars and 80 cents that's not a bad deal man and it looks like from the chart that it has is that the price has only been going up it looks like it's gone up three cents since the last sale so not bad, man. Not bad. Let's take a look at the Jinx real quick. Uh, got you guys here. 
<laughs> and you know, if you want to leave, you can leave. But if you're curious, like me, to see um, what these cards' values are and what like people view them as, that is not the one I want. That is a jinx, though. So, oh, this is a special or a secret. What what is the two stars? I can't remember. So jinx e x and it's 191 there we go Ooh, this one market value seems to be between 9 and 14 or oh, the median listed price is 14 it looks like the price has only been skyrocketing here recently um Let's see, today it's sold between $15 and almost $9. Yesterday it went for like high eights, but it's also sold for $15 and $12. So it looks like ungraded this is a $15 card. Not a bad deal. Now I'm curious what it sells for graded. So let's go Jinx EX191. Not bad. So PSA perfect grading at grade 10 sells for $67.23. That's up almost a whole dollar since the of the last sell. So not a bad take this time around, man. That's exciting. The Nidoking's pretty badass, but like I said, I already have a Nidoking. So this one's gonna go to the the friend at work who's you know, I try to be respectful and not say people's names. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Take a look at my collection here. Isn't it neat? <laughs> it gets me all excited. There is promo Alakazam. There's Mew. There's regular Alakazam. Oh, they're different cards. I didn't even realize the Alakazams are different. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll put this up with the promos. There's my promo Charmander, but that's from a whole different series, actually. So we'll put that one in front. Where's Nidoking? I thought my Nidoking was in here. There's Penny. There's not. There you are, my babe. My babe. Next with my Mr. Mime and my Zapdos and my Ninetales and my Blastoise. I got some pretty cool ones, man. But Nidoking. Nidoking. I got Double. Double. So I'm stoked on that. Anyways, that's it for the episode this week, guys. Thank you for sticking around and being a part of that. Well, we will be back at you next week with another spooky story and maybe some more Pokemon pools. Who knows? I don't. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys this week. Rifi out. <laughs>